The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to a brand new app of the Ewan Fabrecki Podcast. Adam from Gogglebox is going to join us for a chat. Gogglebox is back on our TV screens. We're going to catch up and talk fishing because the fishing ban is currently in place in the southeast between Neen Valley and the border. I also get to talk about the Southeast Beer and Barbecue Festival. We are just over a week away from the festival getting underway here in the Limestone Coast, and it is going to be a huge couple of days on the long weekend in March. Let's kickstart the day. Let's talk the Southeast Beer and Barbecue Festival. Gareth, g'day. Good morning. How are you going? You're good, Gareth. It is going to be a massive two days. What are we going to see? Look, we're bloody excited to get down to, um, uh, like you say, the Blue Lake City, um, and uh, you know, we've got two days of, you know, it's sort of like an adult's playground. So, you know, plenty of brewers that, you know, some of them haven't haven't been to the region before, plenty of chefs cooking up, uh, you know, all sorts of delicacies and uh, and a couple of stages of entertainment. Now, talk entertainment. Tell me what we're going to see entertainment-wise over the two days. So the two days, uh, you know, programmed totally separately. The Saturday um, is headlined by... Uh, Bad Dreams, local South Australian heroes, uh, and the Smith Street Band from Melbourne. Um, both of them haven't been to Macander in quite a little while, I'm told. Um, and hopefully, you know, they're both uh, artists that your listeners will love to listen to. And Gareth, on top of that, there is a whole host of other things that are going on as part of the Beer and Barbecue Festival. It's not just beer, it's not just food, it's not just entertainment. There is a host of activities. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's kind of like an adult's playground, you know, and my business partner and I, you know, kind of narcissistically built a festival, um, that, you know, based on things that we like to do. So, you know, there's, there's axe throwing and there's tattoo shops. I mean, there's some panel discussions about the brewing industry and, you know, and about the and about barbecue and that kind of thing. So there's there's all sorts of things going on throughout the site, um, markets and, um, you know, and vendors from all over the state and country. Now, Gareth, I've got to ask, what's the must-see thing for you on the long weekend at the Southeast Beer and Barbecue Festival? Look, I'm a product of the 90s, so, you know, without trying to offend all our other friends that are presenting on stage, um, you know, regurgitator on the Sunday night. That's kind of where I'll be. <laughs> and it'll, 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 it'll end, you know, in that climax on the Sunday night. <laughs> hey, Gareth, how can people get tickets to the Southeast Beer and Barbecue Festival? Look, jump on our website, beerbarbecuefest.com.au. Um, there's single day and uh, all weekend passes available. The weekend passes will sell out before the before the show. So um, if you want to come both days, that's the best value way to get there. We are days away from what is going to be an epic weekend in the Livestone Coast. Now, if you've been watching your television screens, Gogglebox is back, and I have been lucky enough to catch up with one of the Gogglebox's. Adam joins me for a chat. Adam, g'day. Morning, Ewan. How are you, mate? Sensational. How did it all start for you, Adam? Mate, way back. It is like 10 years ago now. This is a decade since we started. So I think we probably should start um, campaigning for a bit of long service leave first. So if there's (laughs) anyone that you know that does long service leave in TV, please let me know and I'll talk to them. Uh, But it started, we were uni students that long ago. We're sitting at the pub uh, a Thursday afternoon, 2 p.m., finished our last day of classes. A lady came over and said, hey, I've been listening into your conversation. We said, that's a bit weird. She said, well, uh, I'm casting for a TV show. Would you like to be on? And we said, absolutely not. And she goes, trust me, it's really good. It's people watching people watch TV. And we said, that's what is ruining the world. TV is dead. <laughs> um, and she said, no, 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 trust me, trust me, trust me. Just apply and, uh, and it'll all be worth it. And we said, no, thanks. And then we left her go. And the next morning we woke up and we were like, Maybe we'll get to go to the Logies. And so we ended up sending an email, and 10 years later, I'm talking to you. 
So what has been the highlight of people watching TV, watching people? Actually, one of my favourite memories is the 2015 Cricket World Cup final when Mitch Stark bowled Brendan McCullum on the second ball. I just remember, we, so we filmed at about six or seven different houses and that one, our first one, we were filming at Simon's parents' house when he was still living at home and we just jumped all over each other on the couch and like absolute euphoria, it was, it was awesome. There have been a whole lot of changes for you and Simon in that, that 10-year journey. Yep, mate, we've gone from being uni students to now we're both married. I've got an almost two-year-old. Uh, my hairline's a bit worse. Simon's bags under his eyes are a bit bigger. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just like everybody, a lot happens in 10 years. So it's, uh, it's a pretty strange thing to have that documented of our lives. And what's it like coming back for season 10? Because you, well, more than season 10, for the 10th year. Because you guys are going to be back on a couch. You are going to be watching people, watching TV. Uh, what can we expect from, uh, from this season of Gogglebox? Well, I think more of the same from us. We're pretty consistent across the board. Uh, there'll be a lot of uh, outrageous comments from everyone. And I'm actually very excited. We just found out yesterday, along with everybody, the new family that's joining from the Shire in Sydney. Adam, what is it like watching TV and knowing that people are watching you? Uh, I mean, it probably was a bit... I mean, it's not as scary as it used to be. Now it's a bit more normal because it's been 10 years and so it sort of feels a bit... Part of the, the cameras there are just a, a bit part of the furniture. Do you ever forget they're there? All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they've been there um, so long that it's just... it's normality which is like a very strange thing to have now Adam, you guys also have a really successful podcast tell me all about what it is well we're actually gonna we've hit pause on the podcast mid last year but we're gonna bring it back um we're gonna bring it back sometime this year which should be pretty fun we're gonna change the format and, and bring it back but at the moment with uh work chasing a toddler and all the goggle box stuff that we do the time to, to run a podcast is relatively limited. But I also run a, a dad podcast. You can hear my daughter in the background. Um, I run a dad podcast called The Dads and the Docs, which is just all about preparing new dads for um, just for the new journey that's ahead and like really practical advice. So that was really fun to make. And Adam, what has been the best bit of being a brand new dad? Uh, well, not the daughter crying in the background, definitely not that. Um, but I think it's just really cool. Uh, requesting a hug and getting a hug is really exciting. Gogglebox is back on your television. You can catch up with Adam, his best mate, and of course, all the Gogglebox's. You can watch the show on Channel 10 each and every week. Now, let's talk the fishing ban in the Limestone Coast. Last week, Perza put a fishing ban on the limestone coast from Nin Valley all the way through to the border, specifically in regards to abalone, but every fisher in the limestone coast is affected. Chris Carrison is an abalone diver. He joins us on the line to talk about it. Chris, good day. How you going, Ewan? Yeah, good. Chris, you've been an abalone diver for a very long time now. Um, how long have you been diving for abalone in the region? Uh, this is year 31, mate. So... Tell me what's going on. Why have restrictions been put in place for fishers in the Limestone Coast at the moment? Right now, um, I, I attended a meeting yesterday, you and right now there is uh, realistically a disease called AVG that um, kills abalone to a degree of 90% of the population could be wiped out. Um, that 
that disease appears to be spread through the mucus that is within the abalone and that mucus will stick to anything that's in the area of the abalone. So transfer of the disease will happen through that. Um, so if people fish next to one that's sick, get the mucus on the line, walk 100 metres, cast it back in, they will be transferring that um, disease along the coastline. So we just have to get on top of this. Chris, it's a million-dollar industry that that is on the, the brink of, I suppose, collapse. There's potential for disaster here, you and I don't. I don't want to overplay it, but it can't be underplayed. It, there is potential for for real disaster here. Victoria went from you know like they lost eighty percent of their quota over this very disease. Only only one hundred kilometres from here. Chris, it's not just professional fishermen. It's not just abalone divers that have been affected by this. It's it's anybody who who wants to fish along our coast at the moment. Yeah, mate, and we, we've got to get this research done. We've got to get all these people back in the water. I promise you that the, the highlight of the conversation yesterday was everyone but us. Um, you know, we, we met with government yesterday. Every player with there was saying we've got to get everyone back into the ocean and enjoying what they do. Um, not just us, but uh, we also have to protect what we've got. Chris, great to talk to you this morning to find out a little bit more and to, to try and understand the situation as it is. Um, from what I understand, it's a, a two-week ban at the moment? Uh, right at this point in time it is, mate. That's an adjustable time frame. I'm hoping it comes back on that. Well, Chris, we'll, uh, we'll catch up over the course of the next couple of days and we'll talk some more about what's going on. Um, I hope there's some good news for you and the fish shows in the Limestone Coast are up. Good on you, mate. Thanks so much, Ewan. Fishing bans are still in place, and you can find out more from the Perza website. It's time to talk weekend events, and one of the big events this weekend is the Key to Sale, Key to Kindness Ball. Gail joins me to talk about it. Gail, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you this morning? Sensational, Gail. You guys are going to get together on a Saturday night. It is going to be a fantastic event for the Limestone Coast. Oh, absolutely, Ewan. We've sold out. Um, we're at the Commodore um, with Tom and the team on Saturday night. So um, over 150 tickets sold. So we're really excited to put on an amazing night for everyone. Now, even though the night is sold out, there is a chance for people in the Limestone Coast to get their hands on auction items. Yeah, there is, Ewan. We'll have a list of auction items um, available um, from our office. Um, we've got some amazing auction packages this year, which is incredible. So the donations from all of the businesses in our community has been astounding. So there's some pretty exciting auction items, personal transformation packages, garden party packages to um, home makeover packages. So there is lots of different items and something for everyone. Now, Gail, who are you raising money for with the King of Kindness Ball this year? Yeah, you and we're raising money for palliative care services and in particular the in-home hospice care um, volunteer organisation in our community, which provides in-home support to palliative care patients and their families. So it's something that um, I'm incredibly passionate about um, due to my own um, background um, with our personal journey with palliative care and my grandmother. So um, I think they do an amazing job and we want to continue those services in our community community and also grow um, on that with potentially, um, you know, also looking at um, a feasibility study and, uh, and a hospice facility in Mount Gambia. So we've got a long way to go, but this starts the discussion. Gail, it's going to be a great night this weekend. The key to kindness ball. Thanks for dropping by and telling us about it. Good luck this weekend. 
Thank you, Ewan. Now, there is so much stuff going on across the Limestone Coast and over in the Western District of Victoria, but I've got to tell you, one of the busiest places this weekend is going to be Beachport. The Beachport Crayfish Festival is back. We get to talk about it. Heather Burden knows all about what is going on. Heather, it is going to be a fantastic day at Beachport. Tell me what's going on for the day. It certainly is, Ewan. It starts off at 9.30 with a street marker outside the entrance of our festival. Approximately 40 uh, street vendors coming along to uh, sell their wares with the gates of the festival opening at 10am. We have entertainment all day at our festival. We have live music from 10 o'clock till 10pm at night with four different um, bands playing during that time. Along with that, we have a kids zone, which includes a giant slide, uh, go-karts, along with mini golf, painting floats, giant games, and all looked after by our fabulous Beachport Primary School parents. We also have cooking demonstrations during the course of the day by Emma Reeves, who is an Adelaide Hills food stylist. We also have a approximately 40 stalls on site in the festival selling a huge variety of food and uh, beverages as well. Lots of crayfish sold on the day from barbecue half craze to seafood cocktails to crayfish rolls to crayfish paella. But if you're not a crayfish fan, well then there'll be plenty to choose from with lots of other vans on site as well. We've also got a tug of war, we're calling it the Deckies competition. We had this in 22 and it was hilarious. Hmm. We encourage a bit of friendly rivalry from the Deckies, the deckhands off the professional fishing boats uh, from Southend and Beachport. Lots of fun watching those boys get up there and compete against each other and there's some burly boys amongst them, I can tell you. Find out more, crayfishfestival.com.au. Heather, have a great day. We will. Thank you. It is going to be a fantastic weekend at Beachport. The weather's looking great for it too. And there will be crayfish as far as the eye can see. That is it for the You and for Breakfast podcast for this week. I'll be back next Friday exclusive to listener.